struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. And we are live with the vault. I am Jess, and this is my co-host, Alexa. Alexa, who do we have the privilege of interviewing today? Today we are interviewing our team member, Katie Young. Katie is a local realtor serving the, servicing the Bruce Peninsula. She relocated to Wyerton from Burlington in 2002 and fell in love with our area. She recently bought her forever home and lives on 36 acres with her husband, daughter, and her dogs. Awesome. So thank you, Katie, for joining us Welcome, today. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Let's jump right in. Katie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, Alexa said a lot of it. I've lived in the area f- since 2002, so long time now, 20 plus years. Um, fell in love with it. I started out in Owen Sound and then slowly have migrated north, and this is where I will be staying. Um, you know, have my real estate license now for about four years. My husband and I have also flipped a few properties together, so that's given me a little more insight into things, which is nice. And yeah, I'm a, a mom of a four-year-old and some dogs and some chickens. And yeah, awesome. That's amazing. So tell us how you got into real estate. Um, well, Terry kind of gave me the push that I needed, which was nice. I had been thinking about it for years and I remember, I don't know, it must have been 15 years ago, calling, uh, I think it was another local realtor and saying, okay, how do I do this? And his answer scared me. It seemed that there was a lot of money and there was a lot of things that needed to be done and I was like, I just can't afford doing this. This just isn't gonna work. Um, But I had never forgotten about it and then I met Terry when I was buying a house actually and she sort of, we'll call it, reignited that flame. And we talked a little bit more about it and at the time I was working for myself from home So I was able to do all of my schooling and still stay employed, and I was able to do the same for the first little bit. So it made it achievable for me. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about what your previous job was and how you were able to work at home? Mm -hmm. Sure. So I did psychological transcription, which most people have no idea what that is. Um, Basically, I worked for a psychologist out of the GTA. Um, He used to do assessments after car accidents for insurance companies. Um, I would get a voice file via email and I would type it. I also did all of his office management as well. So any scheduling, invoicing, that kind of stuff. Right. So it was completely flexible. In fact, I have never in person met the doctor that I used to work for. Yeah, you gotta love virtual. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's exciting. So what was the biggest success and struggle with that job? I don't know that there were overall successes. I mean, it was it was relatively straightforward, obviously, just taking pride in your work. Struggle was absolutely self-control, right? It's a gorgeous day outside. Who wants to be sitting and working? Um, but I'm pretty, pretty dedicated that way, so I could keep myself on track. And it was really nice. Being able to work from home is fantastic. You take a little break, you throw some laundry in, you know, it works out, but it, it didn't... It didn't pay all of the bills. It was a luxury, but there, you know, it was lacking for sure. Right. So you're looking for a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And is that how you decided to make that jump into real estate? 
No, I wouldn't say so because I kept that job for a good two years after I started in real estate. Like I said, real estate is something I wanted to do forever. It's it's just, it was honestly, it sounds like I'm sucking up, but it was honestly Terry. It was when I was looking for a house with her and I was like, she kept saying over and over like she does to a lot of people, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing this. And I just, it, it just reignited and it was, the timing was right finally. So. Yeah. I think that's a good point too for any of our viewers out there if you're considering real estate is it's when the time is right, like mm-hmm. Katie said. And, you know, it took you, what, two years to kind of help and figure that line out when it's the time. For sure, yeah, and just everything aligns because I needed to be able to support myself. I was completely on my own through school and I needed to be able to support myself through that change. So the working from home allowed me to do that, which was really nice. Yeah, tell us a little bit about uh, being on your own. Like, what does that mean? Um, well, literally on my own. Nobody was paying my bills. <laughs> Um, you know, at the time I wasn't living, wasn't living at home or anything. So it was, it was just me paying the mortgage, doing my thing. So good yeah. for you. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so you had a house that you owned as well at that time. Yes. Yes. I bought my very first house. I'm divorced. I was married. Um, and so after I separated from my ex-husband, I bought my very own house all by myself, which was a lot of fun. And, uh, that's where I did most of my schooling and, and that kind of stuff. And since then, I've obviously met my husband now, and and you know we have our family. But at the time, it was all me. That's very <laughs> very inspiring. These are the stories. This is why Katie Young's here, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> to say get divorced and then carry on with your life. Yeah, you're a woman in business, right? That's you're true. empowering others. Really, you know, you you struggled and you found your way, and you did it at the right time, which is important. Timing is everything. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a bit about when you first got licensed and you were still working your other job. And for those that don't know, she had a brand new baby and she was still, she was doing it all and I don't know how. So tell us how you got through that. Yeah. <laughs> do you want honesty or do you want like honesty? The, uh, I cried myself to sleep most nights. <laughs> it was horrible. I'm, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It was absolutely horrible. It was... It sounds bad to say, but it was the worst year of my life so far. And it should have been the best because I had this awesome little baby. She was fantastic. It was just a lot. Mm-hmm. But, um, and again, this is going to sound like sucking up, but Miss Alexa got me through a lot of it because she had the experience and I remember calling her a lot. And also just relying on the team, right? It's the whole mm-hmm. reason I joined a team. So relying on the team and then COVID hit and we all just got thrown in the deep end. It was, yeah, yeah. you went, we're from, all shaking your heads. Yes, yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it went from just, you know, sitting there learning how to be a real estate agent. Oh, I'm going to review these forms and I'm going to, to all of a sudden we're writing deals every other day and they're cash offers and they're, you know, it's, it was just, it was absolutely nuts, but it benefited me for sure because I learned a lot quicker than I would have needed to absolutely mm-hmm. especially with a newborn right yeah. and again viewers listening the, the benefits of a team mm-hmm. right Ma- calling someone for help you know knowing that supports there absolutely yeah when it's nine o'clock at night and you're writing an offer right then and there and you're trying to figure out and you don't know what to do you know you've got 10 people that's not even true you've got 10 people on your own team that you can call and then you have another 200 plus yeah you know within the brokerage that you can reach out to yeah so not only is it the team it's keller williams on top of that so i would say that that's what got me through 
and yeah. Yeah. I didn't even really drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just goes to show your dedication to wanting to to pursue your real estate career dream um, because I think most people would have quit well, all, right off the hop. 87% <laughs> quit. Yeah. So Katie, Without you're that unique that, individual so. of that other number. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Inspiring, as to say the least. You know, baby going through divorce, uh, COVID, non-COVID, you know, yeah. a lot of things going against us and you powered through. Yeah, because not only that, you started at a hard time, too, because you were just starting, and then we hit COVID, and we all thought we were going to lose our jobs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember those calls. <laughs> and now she's a top producer. What are we going to do? So, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, I remember those calls. Yeah, those are those are some times. Who yeah. knew that COVID would have been such a blessing in disguise, though, really? Know. You know, yeah. for, for business, of course. But, yeah. yeah. No, definitely relied on the team. So, and... Alexa, maybe more than most. So thank you for that. That's what I'm here for. It's <laughs> good. So what would you say then after reviewing all your history a little bit that your biggest success would be in your real estate business? So far, not being sued. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And knock on wood for that one. <laughs> That's our biggest fear in real estate. In any career, really. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess there's sort of two parts to that question. I can. There's one we'll call it like listing or sale that really stands out to me. It was sort of a proud moment. It was my first listing that was a million dollars, which I had been waiting for. I was so excited. That is exciting. Um, and I got it all by myself. It came from a completely organic relationship that I had before real estate, before anything. Um, and yeah, just everything about it was organic, which I loved. And I ended up selling that place within just a few days and multiple offers for over asking which was super super exciting um so that was i'm gonna call that as like a, a good success for like a singular success if that makes sense mm -hmm. um and then success overall is like i don't cry myself to sleep anymore <laughs> most of the time um just feeling confident just feeling like i actually know what i'm doing and i i can help people and I end up staying friends with a lot of my clients and I'm going to consider that a success because mm -hmm. obviously we've built that relationship. I've had, you know, clients that come over and swim and hang out and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I just feel building the confidence and making some really good friends and relationships. It's been a good success. I think that's a really good, uh, you know, note for viewers is, you know, you want to know, trust and like someone mm -hmm. and then you do become friends with your clients. Right. And you learn quickly, quickly who you want to work with yeah. and who you don't want to work with. Mm -hmm. And, and it's okay yeah. if you don't want to work with them. Mm -hmm. I think we need to give ourselves permission that your mental health is, is worth more than a commission paycheck. Yeah. 100%. And again, that's why we have a team because mm -hmm. the people that are my cup of tea mm -hmm. might not be your cup of tea. And so, you know, we can, we can work around that. We can refer, we can make it all happen, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's always a way. It's, it's serving and solving real estate. We're not selling. Yeah. Oh. That's a nice way to put it. I've yeah. never heard that before. I like that. Yeah, right? There's, they need the list or they need the buy, so we're figuring out the process to do it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, in addition to your successes, everyone has struggles. What has been one of your biggest struggles? I know we kind of touched on that in your first year, but tell us um, one of your biggest struggles so far in your career. That's easy. That's the easiest question I can actually answer, and it is work-life balance. Yes. Hello, mom guilt. <laughs> yeah. And for all you moms out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so that is it. That is the biggest struggle. And it's something that 
I work on mm-hmm. all the time, every day, constantly. I definitely feel I've come a long way since the beginning, but it doesn't go away. And for those of you that don't know, I'm going to have yet another one in December. So we're going to start that all over again. And I'm hoping to not cry myself to sleep in December, but we'll see. Whatever. (laughs) But yeah, for sure. It's work-life balance. No doubt about it. Yeah. I think that's everyone's biggest struggle. That's my biggest struggle, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because real, you know, real estate happens all the time. 24-7. Yeah. yeah. All around the world. All around the world. Yeah. 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 And you have Absolutely. to eat, live it. Live it and yeah. it's also being self-employed in the country. Yeah. You just have to take the business when it comes. And unfortunately, that's evenings and weekends and yeah. Sunday afternoons. And yeah, you just have to. Yeah. Very accurate. And people don't always realize that I like to say all the time that like, I'm a human being, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm not a robot that you're, you know, typing to and yeah. these calls at midnight, like. Yeah. Not going to happen. Yeah. And that's something that I kind of, I struggled with learning is that not everything has to be responded to immediately. And don't yes. get me wrong. I'm not saying you can ignore people, not by any means, but I don't have to respond to a text at 10 o'clock at night at no. 10 o'clock at night. That can wait until eight o'clock the next morning. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. It's putting boundaries and standards up. Mm-hmm. And I think if we have those pre-conversations with our client, then we're setting that foundation right off the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. My favorite question, what mm. would you tell your past self just starting real estate? Drink more. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> again, I mean, I could tell her until I was blue in the face, but she wouldn't believe it until she lived it. But it's that it's okay to set boundaries, just as we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. That everything will come. As long as you're respectful of people's time, you are allowed to expect that people are respectful of yours. Mm -hmm. That is okay. But I don't think I would have believed it until I actually lived a little. Like, I don't know, Alexa, I don't know if you felt that way, but when you first started, the second that something came through, did you feel that that panic that you're like, I have to do this now, drop everything, doesn't matter that I'm peeing, run to my computer. (laughs) Like, that's how I felt. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm nursing, but this person just called me. What am I going to do with my life? And now I'm like, oh, okay, I'm at a showing and somebody's asked to see something. No problem. I can respond to that in half an hour and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing. But I don't know that I would have listened. Well, I think we always have to go through that journey too. Yes. Uh, You know, as my parents say, you're always learning the hard way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, we learn the hard way a lot. (laughs) I just started creating boundaries and I'm in my fourth year. (laughs) So (laughs) you just, like I said, when the business comes, you you jump on it and um, it's it's a very good learning experience for sure. It is. I think it also comes back to your why. Yes. You know, your reason you're doing your business and what your goals are. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us want to hit 50, 60 units. We're going to jump on it. We're going to respond right away. Some yep. of us, we have families and babies, yep. three kids, you know, kids on the way. And it's a whole different style of business that we hold per our own unique situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? You can. You can take the business when it comes and not run yourself ragged. There is a way to do that. Yeah. And it just, I personally feel that it won't always be consistent. I feel that like some weeks you can ask me and I'm like, oh, I nailed that. 
I got this work-life balance. Yeah. And then the next week, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening? I'm not in control of anything. Yeah. Um, but yep. yeah, I do believe that you can you can have it all for sure. Yeah. Just... I call it being centered. Like I, I feel your teeter-totter will always be off and you have to find what off mm-hmm. is your off. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like and, that. And really think about... Because I read in this one good book one day, it was if we're completely equal, the middle is zero. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Right? And you're thinking, right. Yeah. Business, work, Light life, ball. then you won't get either. Yeah. And that true. is real estate. You know, I've like I've been grown up with it and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it in agents and I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, good point. All right. And what are your future goals in real estate? I don't no, exactly. To keep going, obviously. Um, I would love to see or to get more into flipping again. I really would. Oh, for yeah. those that you, for those that don't know, my husband's in construction. Um, he's damn good at it, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned before, we flipped a few houses together, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And luckily, we were successful. It was lucrative for us. Um, and I just, I just really enjoyed it, and I know that he really enjoys it. And I feel that it's something that we'll be able to get the girls into as they grow. And I'd, I'd like to do more of that. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a direction that I see things going for sure. So tell us a bit more about your flips. Um, mm-hmm. Were you flipping in order to gain some cash for that rate of return to purchase a house? Or were you flipping? Like what were the purposes of the flips? Where were they? What were they like? How they long were, did they take? Yeah. They were all a little different. So the first one technically was Dave's house um, up near Pike Bay. So he purchased that as a shell. He finished it all and he was planning on selling it and the market changed. So he ended up living there for quite a while. But when he did sell, he made he made good money on it. Um, so I don't I don't technically I guess you don't want to call that a flip, but we do because mm-hmm. you know it it he profited. Um, and then my first house that I was saying that I bought by myself, I again added equity into that and with the market changing luckily I did manage to make some money thanks Alexa (laughs) she bought my first house I did that's how we and then that was your first house yeah (laughs) I remember that yeah and yeah that was that was how we Katie helped my now husband and I get into the market because we basically we didn't buy it off market but it was right when you listed and it just was perfect mm-hmm. and i loved it because we have very similar taste and yeah, i remember when you came in the out. door that day i just looked at this property yeah and yeah katie and, and katie office. and i didn't know each other that well yet no. but we really um like our relationship blossomed after that <laughs> yes that kick started for <laughs> but sure. um yeah that was my first house yeah after her her first house and she made it even better like she did I and then know. i profited yeah. Also, remember when you got home and Terry says, "I need to sell my house." <laughs> yeah, she told me she's like, "You need to sell." And then we got multiples. And anyway, not to make that about no, that's us, good but though. It uh, it was a beautiful little house, and I miss it. Mm-hmm. I miss it too. Yeah. yeah, I think that we both would have kept it if we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dave actually bought a little place in Oliphant and completely redid it, gutted it, redid the whole thing. We lived there for a little bit. Um, because our daughter was planned, but definitely happened much quicker than we had first <laughs> anticipated. Um, so we lived there for a little while, and then we managed to sell that again for a tidy little profit. Um, and I feel that there's... Well, ah, McNaughton. In between there, Dave bought a place in Wyerton. That was for the sole purpose of flipping. He never planned on living there. And he nailed it. And I remember... Mm-hmm. Terry coming in to kind of tell us what we should do. 
And sorry, Terry, if you're listening, we went against what she said. <laughs> and at the end, she ended up coming back and saying, I'm really glad that you guys didn't listen to me. This was a really smart decision. Um, but yeah, and he did really well on that one. And then we bought a little place in Wyerton that we were planning on renting. And I've just, I figured out in life that I do not want to be a landlord. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen, never. Um, and so we ended up selling that and again, made a little bit of money. The good thing is that I feel that we made a little bit of money, but there have also been times where we've helped people out too. So maybe didn't quite make as much as we could have, but somebody was able to afford it. The little place in Wyerton that I was just talking about, you know, the guy's going to build some equity in that. Now he's going to be able to sell it for some money. Dave and I made what we were perfectly happy with making, but we made it fit into this guy's budget. Like it just, I don't know, it kind of all worked out really nicely. Yeah. And I think that's the uniqueness of real estate is Mm -hmm. when you have your own flip, you can make it unique to the person Mm -hmm. and you're okay with it. Right. Yeah. I think that's integrity and value right there. Well, and you flipped before, Jess, so you know, like, Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Actually, we realized one of our flips came up for sale and Adam and I were looking at it. That's always fun. Which one was it? It was in Olivent, about a few blocks. I know the one, because didn't my mom come to look at that? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah? My mom absolutely came to look at that when you guys were doing it, because she thought that she wanted to buy it. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it was. It was a cute one. And that's cool seeing your flips. Yeah. In the, like, say say you flipped a place 10 years ago, and now it's for sale again, and then yeah. looking at how you made that property better, and how those people have now profited, probably, and yeah. that's cool to, to see yeah. in your community. So how many flips have you done total? So total, I guess we'd have to call it five. If we want to talk, like, true, true, bought it to be a flip, it was three. Yeah. McNaughton, um, and then Oliphant, but again, we ended up living there because we just needed to. Yeah. And then um, the one in Wyerton. So what was the biggest thing you learned flipping from a real estate perspective? Don't overdo it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating sometimes because the behind the scenes, the stuff that isn't pretty but costs the most money Mm -hmm. is the stuff that is the most important. We will not cheap out. If we go to replace flooring and, oh no, this floor joist is rotten, we are not just putting flooring over top of it and pretending it didn't yeah. happen. That's it's It just won't happen. Mm-hmm. So those things are annoying because they eat up a big, big chunk of your budget and you don't see them. And honestly, buyers don't care about them for the most part. I agree. Most so, valuable like example right there, anyone's listening, you're thinking about flipping. Yeah, Katie nailed it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The behind the scenes, you know, the, the functions of the house is what needs to work. Even yeah. with renting, Adam, I have learned that it doesn't need to look pretty, needs work. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be safe. And yeah. And of sad. course, we know the areas like, you know, the washrooms and the kitchens, and that's where we put the most rate of return in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And keep it generic. That's another big thing is keep yeah. it generic because you don't know who your buyer is. Right. You have that's no huge. idea who your buyer mm-hmm. is and you want to appeal to as many people. And know your market before you go ahead and buy it, right? Yes. Know who you're marketing this yeah. to. Oh, you're marketing to this to first-time home buyers. Don't put in engineered hardwood and granite countertops, and they can't afford it. Yeah. It's it's no. not. And they probably don't back. care. Well, yeah. there's that too. At first, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. They just so, want a house. Yeah, yeah. They just want to have their own mortgage. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. They want, they want a, to get into the market. It's a huge step too. Like mm-hmm. when you're a first time homeowner and you're like, I got approved for a mortgage. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's huge. I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Those are really good tips. Anyone listening, wanting to get into flips. So Katie, you were saying that your future goals are you want to flip a little bit more. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a nice different avenue of investing as well. Absolutely. And of course, still, still selling. I still love my clients. I love, you know what? Agents don't say this often. I love working with buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun. Um, So yeah, I definitely want to continue that um, and just kind of see where things take me. That's great. What kind of, speaking of buyers, what is your, what is your perfect type of buyer? What did that, what does that look like? I would say, and I'm basing this off of people that I have a really good rapport with and clients that I am now friends with. My first time home buyers are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love them. They're fantastic, but they don't seem to be who I stay in touch with. Mm-hmm. I seem to stay in touch with and really resonate and build friendships with I shouldn't say I don't stay in touch with, but sorry, build friendships outside of real estate. That tends to be the people that are either retiring, believe it or not, or they're relocating. That seems to be, so you're not a first time home buyer, you're not necessarily downsizing, you're not necessarily upsizing, but it's your maybe second, maybe third, maybe fourth home. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're kind of right in the in the mid, mid area. Um, and yeah, that just seems lovely couple. And it's funny, everything revolves, seems to come back to you. But I'm really thinking of the people that I sold your listing to in Lion's Head. Oh, yes. And they're fantastic. Like, we, we looked at quite a few places together. They, they knew what they wanted, and they knew where they stood, and they weren't going to be pushed, which is really, really nice. Because back then, it was a crazy competition market. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know... They came in strong, and you should see what they've done with the place now. It's just, yeah. yeah. That's exciting. When you have a buyer who comes in strong, they know what they want, right? We're not using all of our time showing multiple properties. Yes. We've all been caught up in that before. And then also seeing the progress that they made when they purchased the property. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And just seeing people that are confident making making a decision and sticking to it. Again, it's one of those conversations at the time, because it was a very different market, you know, we, we paid over asking. Absolutely, they paid over asking, no doubt about it. And they're like, this is my number and I'm fine with it. Yep. If I find out that I could have got it for 50000 less, I don't care. Yep. I'm happy with this number. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. I think and, it's important too because with your experience and background, you know to have that conversation prior saying, hey, you're aware that you're paying over asking for this. Yep. And then they're acknowledging that, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And I think if our viewers are listening, we've noticed Katie's mentioned the market a lot through all of our flips, future goals, and goals now. So I think it's always important that we're always paying attention to where that market is. Oh, it makes such a huge difference. It does. And I will say that your flips have all, correct me if I'm wrong, but have been in different market conditions. Like You know what? I think you're right. So there's opportunity in every market. Yeah, no, actually, Alexa, that's a really good point. Um, Yeah, I do think you're right. You just have to know that market, Yeah. right? And everything is relative. We say this all the time. Mm -hmm. Everything is relative. If you're selling now, yes, you're selling for less than you would have a year and a half ago, but you're buying for less than you would have a year and a half ago. And it works the other way around. If you're doing a flip, then you know you're buying for less and you're going to be selling yeah. for less but it is all relative so just know your market and know who you're marketing 
to yep. mm-hmm. and flip accordingly. Really good advice. And really important is have that expert on your side. Yes. You know, what I value is when we get these, these big corporations or a VIP clients reaching out, they go to the realtor within that location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Huge, huge difference. Yep. Right? Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing, Katie. All right. So what would you recommend to a new realtor just starting? Join a team, specifically ours, of course, but but join a team. <laughs> the Honestly, if you want that support, that's what you need. Join a team for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What's the support that you get? Can you clarify that? If anyone's thinking team, individual, you know, small brokerage, larger brokerage, what kind of support should they expect? I mean, for me personally, what kind of support don't I get, honestly? Um, Again, so I remember sitting at nine o'clock at night thinking, you know, that I have to write this offer and I don't know what to do. And, And as I mentioned, I just pick up a phone and someone's there and they're walking me through it. And they're not necessarily just walking me through it. They're sending me you know, oh, here, here, here's one I did. You can use this, here's this, here's this. Um, you know, just one of our team members was going on a listing presentation and they were like, oh no, I don't think I'm quite prepared. So I just shot my listing presentation over and I said, here, copy and paste, change it to your stuff, you know. And I've had that in return. People have done that for me when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's support in absolutely everything. Um, I've been given leads when I was first starting, finding Finding business is difficult. It it's is. not easy. Yeah. And the team helped me. They gave me leads. I'm not going to say that that does. Still do. I'm not going to say that doesn't happen. Um, so even that in itself, because that gets the ball rolling. You know, if you don't have any listings as a new agent, but you really need to do those open houses to get those those people, well, my team members are like, absolutely. Which one of my listings would you like to do an open house on? No problem. Yeah. Um, that's the support just support in every way you can imagine yeah the coaching the training back end oh i didn't even yeah yeah, i didn't even think about training constant ongoing training that's happening at any point in time and yeah that's what you should expect and nothing less we could probably do a whole episode on the benefits and obviously Mm -hmm. you know we're a bit biased because we are on a team but um yeah uh, or a part of a team but um there's obviously a lot of a lot of pros to that when you're starting your career so Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's important you know where you are in that career span Mm -hmm. first starting you know first time mom first time owning your own house you know where you're at in your private life as well yeah so even like things like trips like when I first started my first couple years I wouldn't go on a trip because I was petrified of you know leaving my business and having to refer it out and losing money and this and that but you know I've come to learn that the team is there to support you when you go away, um, whether or not you shut your phone off or not when you're away. I don't, but you know, Katie's here, Adam's here, everyone's here to help you and support you mm-hmm. when you go away for to spend time with your family. And that's just another little piece of yeah, being on a team. I think it's great. All, yeah, all those you notes know, are important. And again, I think it's your why. It's always rolling back to your why. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Do you want a lifestyle where you're able to? take some time on weekends or take a Thursday afternoon and know that you're covered yep yep for sure Mm -hmm. okay so for those of you for those that want to follow along with you where can we find you Um, social media I'm on Facebook Katie Young Um, on Instagram 
Sorry, can't tell you my Insta handle. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am pretty old school, so call me, text me, 519-373-9756. Email me at katie at terryhastings.ca. Awesome. Perfect. That's Katie Young, everyone, and this is The Vault. <laughs>